Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
Elder, what time you come to the classroom, the Elder? Uh, as soon as I get out of this meeting. Okay, hallelujah, Gua. Hallelujah, Gua. I'll stop trying to call you for but the call didn't go through. I was trying to keep you free notice. Oh, okay. I don't want to be like everybody else. Just don't show up. Well, don't feel good, but I can't get to you know, let you know. Well, that's exactly what they did. Oh, man. I hate that. We'll talk about that later because uh, we got
Of the true Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. All right, we live, 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 special edition called Thursday evening. And we're just going over these memos that we got on the table uh, from this. Uh, ACCC out of Philadelphia, and the ACC out of Philadelphia, actually, to touch on, we like to understand what is this mark of the beast? What do that symbolize on what do y'all think about the mark of the beast? Hmm. We don't know. I'll tell you what we'll do. We see we're basically got a lot of memos saying that they ought to be a few minutes late in a, in a meeting and young lions still in the field trying to get there. So we'll see what we can do on touching on the mark of the beast. And by let's see let's see let's see who's gonna be on stage to help assist in the nice lesson. As we touch on it a little bit of the mark of the beast, what is the mark of the beast? Let's see who coming on stage. Mother E, tribe of Yagdad Judah, one of the most out out of Camp One. Let's see his mother want to holler in the microphone and and a and assist into helping the the ACCC which I'll find out more about it once the elder and the young lion come on the nice broadcast, exactly more clarity on the ACCC out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hey, Mother E, travel y'all to Dr. Judy. Y'all quite bitch you see Israel. Y'all quite bless you see Israel of see Israel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that mother, well, what can I say? Mother, mother, ready to go, and, and we know Mother Z is at a desk, and, and we'll check and see. Well, maybe she wanna help assist in the nice lesson on helping out this organization. I'm not clear as an organization till we run a they record down, but this memo sound like they legit. I don't know. We'll find out. Hey, Mother Z. Tell me, tell me, uh, would you be able to holler in that microphone a little bit, that Mother Z? Tribe of Yachdah Judah. Y'all quite bitch, that Mother Z. Yeah, well, bless, bless and kick this here, Israel of the Royal Sea. Hallelujah, Yachdah. Hallelujah, Yachdah, Mother E and Mother Z. Now, tell me something, Mother Now, big organization, according to them, I don't know yet until we 
run the research down on this. They said they located on the screen 105 5th, 5th Street, Pennsylvania, and they said they're a very large organization, been around a long time, but they is in a meeting, and they want to know more clarity on Mark and Feast Six. What do the other two Israelites think about that? But I'm not sure they legit or not until we run their record down. Uh, the ACCC. The ACCC out of Philadelphia touching on the mark of the beast. What do that really mean according to the bosses of the two Israelites? Well, we... It's not according to us, period. It's according to what the Bible say about the 666. And we might touch on it. I don't know yet. So, 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 Mother, Mother E, Mother Z, y'all, y'all want to touch on that 666 a little bit and see what that mark of the beast is a little bit? One of y'all respond back to old fear. Let's think about that. Come on. Yeah. You can tell them. Yeah, well. <laughs> All right. Okay, let's see if we touch on a little bit of that. Six, six, six. But let's see if we get and see if we get some help um, and make sure we're on point. How about looking at Luke, Mother E? Luke, chapter 12, verse 12. And let's see if we. Take a little peep at this six 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 there, mother. Come on. The book of Luke, chapter twelve, verse twelve. For the righteous spirit that teach you in the same hour put you out to faith. Mm-hmm. In the very same hour, mother, the righteous spirit would do the teaching. And but before we get on the right to spirit doing the teaching, we know doing teaching. Let's take a look at what it says in Judges chapter three, verse seven, and we'll pick up at verse seven, mother, mother E. We'll pick it up at three, verse number. Now make it seven three. Make it seven verse three. Let's pick it up at seven three and see what we working with on tape 15 as we take a look at the mark of the beast and get more information on the ACCC. We want to find out more information on the ACC, but we don't mind touching on anything according to the Bible. And one thing we do know, it ain't no accident on anything. So if that's the memo saying, if they legit, what I'm going to find out a little bit later. But let's lay down a little groundwork, Mother E. What do we say that we can read in Judges 3, not me, I mean 7. Thank you again, Mother Z. 7. 7, verse 3. Pick it up right there. Come on. Look at Judges, chapter 7, verse 3. Now, therefore, go to proclaim. In the ear of the people, saying, 
Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there return of the people twenty and two thousand, and there remaineth ten thousand. First folks. And the Yahweh said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. Bring them down unto the water, and I will try them for for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, Thus shall go with thee. The same shall not shall go with thee. And of whom soever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. Mm-hmm. So what it's saying, mother, you have, but you have to be a charm. You got a lot of them will, as this um, ministry continues to advance itself, it's going to get, it's going to get, very interesting on those that will step to the plate, those that be ready to go, or, or will they hear grandmama calling in the background because they don't got too too high, they don't got where to point that now. You you on the stage now, you on the world scene, and sometimes some people's will. They breathing will get kind of caught up. So, but you have to find out exactly who breathing is caught up. Now, as a precept to that, uh, it one of those say out finds, and it's what the, it was prophesied about the disciples, what they was gonna do when things got. Hot and heavy, mother. So, mother E or mother Z, if you have those see out, it's a prophecy in Zechariah about it was told already in advance exactly what they was going to do when it got hot and heavy. See, anybody... Imagine you're in a big family. When it's a hundred to one in your favor, then you might hear more talk coming. But if it's even bored or less than of, you'll start to shy away. And and it was prophesied about the the disciples there, mother. I can't. I'm struggling right now on that verse, but what it talks about is when it got hot and heavy, the disciples that was prophesied broke out running. And matter of fact, um, thank you that, Mother Z. Let's pick it up. Hey, Mother Z, let's take a look at that a little bit in Zechariah chapter 11. And 
chapter 11 is the verse talks about the prophecy of the disciples and they see they broke away when it got hot and heavy. So Mother Z and Zechariah chapter 11 can we look at verse number 6. Let's see if we read a little bit and see, see all that have to be as this ministry expanding, you're going to have big-time dignitaries going to come at you. And just like, I'm not sure, i got to get more information on the ACCC out of Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, the memo said located 105th Street. In Philadelphia, asking the bosses of a true Israelite, would you teach on the Revelation um, 666, 13th chapter? What do you think about that? Well, what we think about it, we don't know, but we're going to read a couple more verses here and see what can we get. A, a Mother Z. Look at uh, the 11th chapter and pick it up at verse number 6. Let's see what it says. I'm making pick it up at verse 5. Pick it up at verse 5, mother. Let's see what's going on. Let's see can we find out anything about a prophecy of the disciples of Yahweh when it got hard and heavy, something that they did. Take your time there, mother. We've got plenty of time. Come on. Uh, Zechariah chapter 11, verse 5, verse 5. Who, who, who possess, whose possessions slay them and hold themselves not guilty, and they that shall sell them said, Blessed be the Yahweh, for I am rich. And and thou, own shepherd, pity them not. Verse six. For I will no more pity the inhabitant of the land, said the Yahweh. But lo, I will deliver the man, everyone into his neighbor, unto his neighbor's hand. And into the hands of his kindred kings, and they shall smite the land, and out of that their hands I will not deliver them. You want to continue mm-hmm. to read? Verse well, seven. Hold, that part with that hold on, that's very interesting. That's very interesting. Go to the 13th chapter, Mo. That's very interesting. Saying, so he says, I'm not going to deliver them. But hold that point. Hold it yet before you go to the 13th chapter. And I want you to pick it up around my verse 6. Hey, Mother, Mother E, you know, tell us, 
Chapter, but I never heard you say a, a verse. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I thought I said something. Um, thirteen. Pick it up around by verse number four. Pick it up at thirteen, verse four, mother. 
as we get warmed up to take a look at what's written about the 666, what do that mean according to, see, we don't have no opinion. We're going to tell you what the Bible says it means a little bit later, but we want to lay this foundation down that Mother Zegan really read in 13 verse 4. Take it down to verse number 4, down to verse number 8. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 4 through 8, verse 4, and it it shall come to pass that, and it shall come to pass in that day that the seal shall be ashamed every one of his vision which he has, mm-hmm. when he has prophesied, neither shall they wear a rugged garment to to deceive. Verse five. Mm-hmm. But he. Hold that point. But he. Well, hold that point. Hold that point right there, because he he said in that day of. He said, um, what he's saying in that in this case, he's talking about the bishops, the pastors, the shepherds, the popes. They're the ones going to be ashamed because they're going to be revealed by the seer. The seer going to be the one to reveal them. So if the, if, the, if the seer gets stuck on stupid and mess up, then you might well throw the book away because in that case it's talking about, um, hold that point, let's see what that's talking about there. Hold that point right there. Uh, hey, Mother E, let's find out exactly who we're talking about in that day going to be ashamed. We might well back with Jeremiah. Jeremiah, and see who is he talking about. It's going to be ashamed. Because if the seer ends up being ashamed, we're in trouble. Let's back up to... 25th chapter there, Mother E. And we'll pick up verse 34 down to verse 38. Let's see when, in this case, when it's something negative, we have to make sure we put the proper words in there. And the proper words will be in the 25th chapter, verse 34 down to verse 38. What does it say there, Mother E? 25th chapter. Yeah, 34 to 38. <laughs> yeah, Jeremiah. 25. Jeremiah. Jeremiah 25. 25. 24 to 38. Let's pick it up. Jeremiah 25, 34 to 38. Let's see what goes there that we can read. Jeremiah 25, 34 to 38. Okay. Jeremiah chapter 25, 34 to 38. Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 34. How you pastor and cry and wallow yourselves in the dust, ashes, eat princes of the flock, 
for the day of your slaughter and of your desperation of a compass, and you shall fall disperse. like He said disperse. He means you shepherds. He said, now you shepherds. He said, y'all in trouble. He said, because y'all done too much, you shepherds, pastors, deacons, pope. Y'all have done too much. He said, now your time have came to an end. Shepherds, the pope, the bishops, the pastors, all of it is time your dispersion or a compass. And it shall and you shall fall like a pleasant vessel. Verse thirty five, Mother E, come on. Verse thirty five. And then, and the shepherd shall have no way to flee, nor the friend mm-hmm. of the flock to escape. Yeah, principal. He talking about them deacons, mother. Them principals is the one that propped that preacher up, that propped all his heifers around him. He said, going to come a time when all them shepherds and bishops and See, this is this is the side that's of the negative that's going to happen to them. And see, they got to be exposed by the seer. See, the seer got to be the one to expose them. So, and so, when it's something negative, and when we know about it's negative, we got to take care of that part. Because the seer going to be the one that delivered a knockout blow on the bad teaching and. Although you're not getting no pat, pats on the back. And just like by the message we got on the memo on the network saying we are a big organization called the ACCC, which I need more information on it, and we are the Philadelphia, and we want to hear your take on the mark of the beast. So that means, but see, we know that could be two ways. That could be you trying to be... Uh, you you might you might be trying to um, goat somebody into something, or you might want to know, or you might try and find a way that you might can attack. I don't know. See, we don't know yet, but we will find out as this lesson unfolds exactly what is your reason for the voices of a true Israelite to touch on the six six six. We will find out a little bit later. Might, might in this broadcast, or it might be in tomorrow's broadcast. We don't know. But we got to find out. We got to pull up your resume first and see exactly who are you, the ACCC, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We want to find out a little bit more about you. And then we can really peep at you much better. So now, so now we clear when something is negative, it's talking about the bishops, the shepherds. Now read verse 36 there, Mother. Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 36. And the shepherds shall have, mm-hmm. oh, 36. Verse, uh, Jeremiah chapter 25, verse 36. It was of the cry of the shepherds 
and a howling of the deacon of the flock shall be heard. For the Yahweh has followed their task. Mm-hmm. You see it? So, so when it's something negative, it's about cutting down all that, all them good old, them good old happy meetings, all that good old, all oh, such a great sermon. Everybody happy. He said, no, that's going to come to an end. He said, your dispersion and your slaughtering going to come to an end sooner or later. I need to get a second witness on that, Mother E. I need a second witness on See, once you get a second witness on something, mm-hmm. then, okay. then you know you don't. Let's go to the 34th chapter of Ezekiel, Mother. I need to get a second witness on this in the 34th chapter. Exactly when it's something negative, what, what terminology is used. In the 34th chapter, Mother. Mother Eve. Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ezekiel 34. We go on, see, can we get a second witness on when it's negativity? Negativity? 34 1, let's, see, let's, let's read a little bit and see what it says about it. 34 1, 2, and verse number 5. Let's see what we can get. Ezekiel 34, 1, 2, and 5, Mother, mother what, what, what can we work with on 1, 2, and 5? Ezekiel chapter 34, verse 1, 2, and verse 5. Verse 1. And the Yahweh of, of the, the words, 34. and the words of the Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 2, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherd of Israel prophesy and say unto them thus said the Yahweh Yahweh unto the shepherds woe be to the shepherds of Israel that do feed themselves should not the shepherds feed the flock they're supposed to mother a mother eat now what they're supposed to do, they're supposed to flock, but they got the block thinking all type of things that you, that when you investigate it, it don't work. Just like purgatory. They got us, they got, they got our mothers, aunties spending money to talk to a man on the other side of the glass, and the man is just taking your money. Once you're dead, it's over with. See? So all that's going on. And so the seer will be the one to expose all that according to the scripture. He ain't going to say nothing unless we can read it because he know the odds is against those seer. But one thing Yahweh have said about that, Something, one, one thing that Yahweh have said about that, hey, Mother Z, we know you're holding something. Put a marker there. Put one of the markers there, Mother. But Yahweh made a statement in the book of First Samuel, Mother Z. 
He gave you, we come back there, let's put a marker there, so we going all around the corner for a minute. Then you know how you run around the corner, then you just go directly and attack. Now right now we want to go all around the corner for a minute to make sure you clear that where we coming from. In First Samuel chapter 17, there, mother, can you have to see uh, what advantage that, that we know that we can read? I don't care how much they sit up plots, but something is written, mother, that we can read in First Samuel chapter 17, verse number 45 and 6. What it said, Mother Z, First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse forty-five and forty-six. What that say, Mother Mother Z? First Samuel chapter forty. 17. First Samuel chapter seventeen, verse forty-five and forty-six. Verse forty-five. Then said David to the Philistines, thus, thus coming to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Yahweh of hosts, the Yahweh of the army of Israel, who thus has defiled, verse 46, this day will the Yahweh de- deliver you into my hand, and I will smite you and take thine hand, that take thy head from you, and I will give the caucus of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is no there is a Yahweh in Israel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one of you Muslims take a shot at that. What is that saying? What is that? According to the lesson we on right now, what is what is David left and right for us to to have to work with today? Uh, <laughs> we won't take a shot at this guy through hearing out of the 17th chapter, verse 45 and 46. Who won't take a shot at that? Come on. <laughs> In the forty fifth chapter, uh, David is, is saying that the Philistine came to him with a, a, a sword and a, a spear, and so David told him he come to him with the words of the Yahweh, uh, Yahweh of the army of Israel. In uh, verse uh, 46, it's saying, uh, this day will the Yahweh deliver, the Yahweh will deliver into David's hands 
the head of the Philistines. And, um, Excellent. 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 So, regardless how much they will plot up on you, Mother, so you might as well get that preset out the way, Mother, and 5417 of Isaiah. So, Mother, you might as well go on precept that but that. See, remember, loneliness, um, you know, the talk is, is okay, but loneliness, you can. Long when you know Yahweh working with you, he'll let a statement go through, and then he'll give you the precept to it. So, in 5417 there, Mother, Mother Z, so what is you saying? Let's, let's see if we sum all up what you're saying in 5417 of Isaiah. Isaiah, chapter 54, verse 17. Verse 17. Verse 17, uh, Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17, verse 17. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against you in judgment, thus shall condemn. This is the heritage of of the servant of the Yahweh and the righteous and the righteous is of me said the Yahweh. Yeah. So what you're saying, mother, so what what we saying, regardless how much uh skinning and grinning that they set up traps. But Yahweh saying if you got me right I'll get you right. As long as you stay in my word, when it gets hard and heavy, I'm with you. And that's the game changer right there. So that's what we do know, that it ain't no accident that uh, that not only that, now I got a message saying, you know, uh, we're going to basically lock the station up with a point that I'm not going to let them in when they do come onto the broadcast. So you see? But then you throw a question on the table, and that's just like the question on the table about what you touch on this, but you will lead those that will participate in the broadcast and, and won't let them in the broadcast. It's just like a statement is made with the children of Israel. They said, look here, we want you to maintain your status quo on, in the first chapter of Exodus, Building, it, building our city, but we're gonna take away the straws from you, and you still better make it just like it, just like it is. We're gonna take away, we're gonna make sure you mix it up without the straw to tighten it up, to build a building, just to cause you trouble. So you gotta be very careful, mother, when you hear somebody said some things. You have to make sure you know. The Bible will give you insight if you know how to get to your Bible. And that's what we're saying. Now, let's go back to where we was at. We're going back to where we're at because we stalling a little bit, but it's for a reason we stalling a little bit. Because we need to lay a little foundation since we got your ear of the ACCC out of 105 5th Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, 
And we know what the question is, but who said we're going to get to it when you want to get to it? We'll get to it when we get ready to get to it, because we know one thing. It's a trap behind everything y'all say, especially if the WCC, World Council of Churches, Latter-day Saints, and the Roman Catholic Church out of New York, if they got their way, they're going to do everything they can to see can they slow this ministry down by catching us in something. But it ain't going to happen because we got the power of the Almighty over our head and thus says Yahweh. So now, with that said, and that's why we got to make sure we're clear about who coming on the stage is you ready to do some Yahweh even when it's hot and heavy. See, anybody can come to the stage as long as, um, you know, but can you come when, it, when it's hot and heavy? That's the game changer right there. Now, we're going back to where Mother was at because Mother was reading something, <laughs> and now we find out this, this word over here that we was reading in the 13th chapter it ain't got nothing to do with the seer, because the seer got to be the one to deliver the knockout blow. It got something to do with these pastors because it's negative. This is a negative statement we read here. So we know that the slickster's got the negative statements. The seer is to correct these things. So now we're going back to the 11th chapter, Mother Z. And now, now we get right back to what we was on. And boy, that was in the 13th chapter, 13. right? Right. He, uh, that was 13. He, did you, uh, yeah. He, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back over it again in 13th chapter of that, Mother. Now, since we'll get all right. that, now we go back 13 verse 4, and now we can knock it out the park because we know if, if it's something negative, right. it's pointing toward the shepherds, the pastors, the deacons, the Polk. So this word is a negativity word in verse 4. Come on, that mother, knock out the pot. Go ahead. Zechariah chapter 13, verse, verse, um, what was I reading? Huh? Verse 4. Mm-hmm. No. Zechariah chapter 13, verse 4, verse 4, and it shall come to pass in that day that the uh, the, preacher. the preachers shall yes. be ashamed, every one of every one of his visit who has prophesied mm-hmm. when he has prophesied mm-hmm. prophesied neither shall they. Wear a roll rugged. rugged garment to deceive. Verse five. Mm-hmm. But he said, but he shall say, I am no pastor. I am an husband, husband, husband man for a man. Teach. Taught, for man taught me to keep callow from my youth. Verse 6, 
and one shall say unto him, to him, what what are these wonders? What are these wounds in their hand? Then he shall answer those with which I was wounded in the temple of. I was wounded in the house of my friends. Verse seven. Awake, awake, oh, saw, saw, awake, oh, swove against my, my shepherd and against the man that is my followers, said the Yahweh of hosts. Smite the shepherds and the sheep shall be scattered, and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. Verse 8. And it, and that's, it good, shall that's, come. that's good right there. That's good, Mother. So now let those see expound a little bit of that. He said, now this is prophecy. Um, they saying that, that hey, Mother E, they saying Mark 831. What hey. they saying, Mother Hey, Mother, they saying Mark 8.31. What they saying? The book of Mark chapter 8.31. Okay. What, what are they saying? Huh? Mark chapter 8.31. Give me one. Okay. Mark chapter 8, verse 31. And he began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and of the chief deacons and scribes and be killed and after three days rise again. Ah, so mother... It was prophesied that once he starts teaching real good, who's going to be the ones that reject him? Let's see, who's going to reject him, mother, according to, he said, he said, now he was already prophesied. Now, once he gets teaching real good and starts waking the peoples up, he said, now somebody's going to reject him. Can you help those don't see out who was going to reject the son from getting that good word out, according to 831. Who was going to be the leaders to reject and try their best to sit him up to kill him, according to 831? What did it say? The elders, the deacons, the preachers. The chief priest being the pope. Now the chief priest, that's the head, that's the head, that's the head of the of the snake. The chief priest is the head of the snake called the Pope. So okay. the chief priest is the head of he gonna be the one that that gonna initiate it down to his cardinals, his uh <laughs> cardinals, pastors, the elders, the 
scribes, and they're going to be the one that's doing the manipulating, but it's going to come from the top. So, so what he's saying, when the top start trying to get at you a little bit, it's because it's coming from, um, it's coming from, hold that point, uh, uh, Mother, Mother Z, yep, yep, say, let's go to 6th chapter, verse 12 of Ephesians. So he says, now, the peoples, the peoples was fine, and they wanted to hear more. Just like on the international side, over 900,000 strong, they want to hear more. But the leaders, the head of it, know if this ministry can continue to open these minds up on the truth on some things, it's going to be devastating to our, for, for us to be believed, and it's going to damage our revenue. So we're going to do everything we can to slow this ministry down. Even we have to hijack a couple couple of the members and and send them and send them on a send them on a goose on a wild goose chase, you know. So you know you never know how they operate because they they operate from what kind of way? Hey, Mother Z, how do they, they operate in Ephesians chapter six? Pick it around by about twelve. Let's see how they operate, Mother, that we can read Ephesians chapter. Six. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principality, against power, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Yeah, mother, that's it. So, so really, it'd be spiritual wickedness in high places. See, they will put a thought into the clergymen and the, the chief priests and all that. He'll put a thought in their head. It come from high, and they'll say some things in a meeting about like certain things that have to come to you got to shut the mouths of certain things so it'll come from high. It'll be wickedness from high places. See? And you just like right now, we this memo across the network says the ACC. See Ministry out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania want to know what is our opinion about the 666 uh, Revelation 13. Now, that can be more ways than one. First of all, I don't know, I don't know do you exist first until we, we check you out, that you exist, period, because I've never heard of you, the A-C-C-C. In Philadelphia, 105 5th Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I never heard of you. At uh, Bethlehem Church in Philadelphia. I never heard of you. So 
but what we but what we do know that that Yaquah's son, mother, mother, when it came down to the peoples in Matthew chapter four, verse twenty-four and twenty-five, can you have to see out and what it says in Matthew four? 24 and 25. What does that say, Mother Eve? The book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 24 and 25. Mm hmm. Come on, Matthew. Matthew, chapter 4. Yeah. My page is speaking of Book of Matthew, chapter 4, verse 24 and verse 25. Verse 24 reads, And his fame went through our all spirit, and they brought Unto him all six people that were taken with devils, direst disease, and tormented, and tormented, and those which were possessed with devils, and those which were lucrous, and those that had the pestilence, and he healed them. Verse 25. And there followed him great multitude of people from Galilee, from the the capital, the capital, and from Jerusalem, and from Judea, and from beyond Jordan. Mm-hmm. So the people. They came from every direction because he healed them. That's what he say. But I want to know what did what do we heal with today? So we know, but Yahweh left all this manuscript to show us what do we use today to heal and. I need a precept on that, mother. Mother, what do we use today to heal today? We understand what Yahweh the Son did, but what did he leave us to how to heal the people today that we can read? How do we heal people today. Let's go, Mother Z. Let's see how do we heal today. We seen that the people was happy of him coming. And as they came among him, he was able to heal them. So but what do we got to use today that we can read, Mother E Mother Z? We're going to one oh one oh 7, verse 20. 
what do we use today to heal the masses of peoples all over the world? What do he give us? I know he don't change, but what what do we work with today to heal the peoples with? 107 verse 20, Mosey. Psalms, 1020, Psalms, Psalms, chapter 1 of 107, verse 20, verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their disease. Destruction. So, 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 mother, mother, so, mother, what do we work with today to heal the masses of people today, according to 107 verse 20? What do we use to heal the peoples today, according to 107 verse 20? The word. Excellent. And see, that's what we come to do. We come to deliver you by showing you what the Word is saying. See, this Word will hear you because you will are, you are start seeing things a little bit different. And the moves that you've been making all your life, you will start checking yourself. See, you, you, you will know what this book is saying. And then next thing you know, uh, Mother Z, and 925, this will be your statement, Mother. And St. John 925, this will be what you will say when, and this is what you will say, and they'll say when you leave, according to St. John 925. What does it say there, Mother? 925? St. John. St. John. John chapter 9, verse 25. St. John chapter 9, verse 25. St. John chapter 9, verse 25, verse 25. He answered and said, whether he, what, whether he be a sinner, whether he be a sinner or not, a sinner or not, I know not, but, wait a minute, I know not. One thing I know that whether, whether, where I, where I was blind, now I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, well, I don't know if the seer might be a sinner or not. I can't, I can't tell you about the one thing I do know. I was blind, but now I see. Now I see some things more than I ever seen before out of the same book. I was blind. Now I see where I was blind, but for the for as his resume go, I can't tell you that. But one thing I can tell you, I've been keeping Sunday all my life, 
and I find out that that was the wrong day. I've been calling them Lord God and Jesus, and I find out that that's paganism. That's not his true name. I've been keeping Christmas for Thanksgiving, and I, not only that, I found some things in Leviticus 11, and I didn't know that I was doing Mother Z. In Leviticus chapter 11, even I've done some things in Leviticus chapter 11, but and I didn't know it. And I, and I know the place was jumping, the place was packed, people was everywhere. But then once the sixth anointed camp read is Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2, what did it say that, Mother E? What did Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and 2 say? Leviticus chapter 11, verse 1 and verse 2. Verse 1. And the outlaw spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Verse 3. So he said, Speak unto the children of Israel and tell them, These the beasts that you shall eat, and these are the beasts that you don't eat. He says, speak to the children of Israel and tell them, this is the beast that you eat, and this is the beast that you don't eat. Now hold that part. Put a marker there, mother. Let's run over to the last three verses of the, of the 11th chapter. Let's see what he says, mother, in that same 11th chapter. Now, we, now you know he's speaking to the children of Israel. He said, these are the beasts that you eat, children of Israel. And these the beasts that you don't eat. Is that, is that what you just got to read, mothers? Right. Okay. Now let's read the last three verses in 44. Let's take it 44 down to verse 47. Let's find out. Now we know he's speaking to the children of Israel. He's a Moses, you tell the children of Israel, these the beasts that you eat, and these the beasts that you don't eat. Take with verse 44 down to verse 47, mother. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44 to 47. Verse 44. For I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. You shall therefore sanctify yourselves, and you shall be righteous, for I am righteous. Neither shall you defy yourself with any manner of Creeping things that creatures upon the earth. Verse 45. For I am the Yahweh that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your Yahweh. You shall therefore be righteous, for I am righteous. 46. This is the law of the beast and of the fowls and of every living creature that moves in the earth, in the water, and of every creature that creepeth upon the earth, for the seven, to make a difference between the unclean and the clean, and between the beasts that may be eaten and the beasts that may not be eaten. Now you see that? So now we're going to find out on the way to find out something. Moses was speaking to the children of Israel from Yahweh, said, 
Now, you children of Israel, you know the ones today you call African Americans and Negroes, colored. He said, now, here is the beast that you eat, and here is the beast that you don't eat. He said, you got to make a difference on the beast you put in your mouth. The beast you put in your mouth, and now if you take that cell phone and you ask your cell phone about shrimp, and you said, what is what is a shrimp compared to? You ask your cell phone, because you know we love to go and eat shrimp, lobsters, and, and um and still do, huh? <laughs> we love shrimp and lobsters and frog legs. So he said, now you got to make a difference with what you put in your mouth. And see, so you take your phone and you ask your phone, what is, a diff- what is a shrimp compared to? Your telephone will come back and say, a shrimp is compared to a cockroach. It's, they got the same attributes as a cockroach. Huh? They hang around filth. They eat anything they can get their mouth on. A shrimp and a cockroach and a pig is in the same family. Whatever they can get their mouth on, they're eating. And catfish. You know, catfish is... You can just about go into the water with mud and you can catch many catfish you you can get your hand on. Because catfish hangs around the field or whatever it is. You can go to a muddy area and you know the fish you're going to find out that's going to be there are catfish. And you can just reach in the mud and just pick, a, pick all the catfish you want. Because if it's filthy, a catfish going to be there. And same thing about a roach. If it's filthy, a roach going to be there. God, no, a roach going to be there. And guess what? The shrimp is in the same family of the cockroach. When you go on your phone and say, what's the difference between a roach and a shrimp? You know it's going to come back? No difference. They are the same. Both of them scavengers, and they will eat anything they can get their mouth on. And that's just like those sweaty pigs that don't sweat. He just holds everything inside. A pig. So the pig, the shrimp, and the roach is one of the same and you can get that information off of your telephone by asking your telephone, what is the difference between a cockroach and a shrimp? Say, it ain't no difference. Both of them do the same thing. And you know what the pig do. But now we find out, he said, you got to make a difference. You got to know what to put in your mouth and what not to put in your mouth. Now we're going back to the, and back to the, we already in 11 chapters. And now we're going to pick up at verse number 7, Mother mother. Now look what he says in verse number 7. See, that's why you gotta, you got to know 
when somebody's trying to go you into something, just like locking the room up, don't let the other those that come on the stage to help on the broadcast, then say what you what you touch on, um, Revelation, and we are a big organization called uh, the ACCC out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on 5th Street. We want to know what you think about the 666, what that means. Well, we might tell you what it means at night, and we might not tell you. But I'll tell you one thing. We gonna, since you're on the network, we're going to give you some of this right here. First, then we'll give you a little bit of that, but it's, but it's our call. I look at WCC saying, no, see, this is our radio. We can cut you off. Well, that's up to you. So now, so we know that a trap is set. But guess what? But you're going to lose in the four-letter man. You're not going to win. Got it? Good. Now, let's find out. And we'll find out now. you got to make a difference. What's put in your mouth, what you don't put in your mouth. Let's find out what he says is detrimental to you. I mean, on the highest level at all. Verse 7, Mother E. What's that in verse 7? 11, 7. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 7. And the swine, the swine, so he divided the hoof, and he be cool footed. Yet he. He too is not the coolest. He is unclean to you. Verse eight. What do that mean in layman's turn? The swine. What the? But we teaching for the national audience, and especially those all the big dignitaries. What that mean by the swine? He's unclean to you. What they talking about in layman turn? The, the swine. What that mean, mother? Talking about the pig. The, the pig. Yes, yeah, right. The moo and ork, 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 ork. The pig. The pig. That's what he's talking about. The pig, you don't eat the pig. You don't touch the pig on no circumstance. You don't get uh, itty bitty pig. Well, I, I, I don't eat much no more. I just take an itty-bitty piece of pig. No. He said that pig is unclean to you. You don't eat that pig. You eat that pig on no circumstance. You eat the pig. Is that what he's saying, Mother, in verse 7? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what he's saying, ain't it? Uh, uh, okay. That's what he's saying in verse 7. And what he's saying in verse 8, Mother? Verse, uh, Leviticus chapter 11, verse 8. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. You hear that? Verse so you hear that? This is the man that made your bodies. So he tell you why you in condition you're in today. We got the highest rate of health. High blood pressure, nervousness, and everything, because we are a pig eater. 
We are. We love to eat a pig. He said the most detrimental animal to eat is the pig. But he ain't going to stop with just the pig, or pig is on dry land. Let's see where else he's going after you get through explaining about the pig ain't no count. So that itty-bitty piece of pig is going to keep your blood pressure and keep almighty upset with you. Well, I eat just a little pig every now and then. I got to have you some hog heads out every now and then. Hog head south. Oh, my grandmother makes the best hog head south. Yeah? Hog head south. See? So you see, we come on this airways to, sh- to open your eyes spiritually and what's holding you up in death says Yahweh. We can deal with prophecy, breakdowns, and everything else. But sometimes Yahweh will set you up to throw a statement on the table, and we're not asking you right away, but we'll tell you one thing. If you're a pig eater, Yahweh don't like it. How about that? He don't like how you've been a pig eater. Verse number nine. Verse nine. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 9. These shall you eat of all that are in the water. Whatsoever have fins and scales in the water, in the sea, and in the river, them shall you eat. He says, anything in the water got fins and scales, that's what you eat. You ain't go, you might you might think that shrimp got a scale uh a fin I mean scales on it but they ain't got no fins. Sometimes you might catch old shrimp every now and then you might see him with a little scale on it. Okay. But he gotta have two components. Fins and scales. He gotta have both. He gotta have fins and scales. He gotta have that thing going on it. And he had them scales where you stake them scales off each. Hey, you got to have that. got to have both. So now if you eat anything in the water that, that somebody pull up, if it don't have fins and scale on it, it's unclean to you, children of Israel. You don't eat it. A catfish, it got fins, but it ain't got no scales. It's slippery something gone. You catch the catfish, that thing jump all out your hand with a slip itself. Uh, and he eat all the filth, the catfish, the catfish grows to be big as a dog. Because he eat all the filth and get his mouth on, the catfish. And when he can't catch it from the bottom of the, the ocean, it'll come on the, the muddiest part of the lowest part of the water, and it be eating mud. The catfish go eat whatever it can get his mouth on. And we and we see him come down the street saying, "We got bomb raised catfish, bomb raised catfish." What that supposed to mean? Um, that means you feed him everything you eat from off your dinner table. That's what a bomb raised mean. We feed him from whatever we got left over. We feed to the fish. 
the catfish. <laughs> Bomb-raised catfish. See? And we want to know why Doc Cook uh, always sit around with his pocket and skinning and grinning, knowing it's just like these these pagan holidays coming up. And that's why you see the Amalek circle all around the park while you there. Because you know you're going to fall out. Somebody's going to fall out in that hot sun eating that hog pig to my ribs. You're going to eat that hog, and you're going to get dizzy and just fall out somewhere. And Amalek said, we already is. We're going to work double time because we know you're going to be in that park. Throwing smoke to his nose. Let's read a little bit of that, Mother Z. Let's read about what Yaqua think about uh, think about you doing that, and what is the recompense about you throwing that smoke to his nose on these holidays that's coming up? Let's read a little bit about that, Mother Z. Let's start out in the 65th chapter. What do the Almighty and Isaiah? What do you think about you at these pagan holidays at the park? Eating all that hog. Let's see what he got written. He told Isaiah the seer in the 65th chapter. What he got for you. Here, is he going to touch anything about 666? Yeah, we're going to touch on 666, but we want to kick you around the backyard for a minute. ACCC. We're going to get on it in a minute. But we're going to get on them when we get ready. We're going to take you around the park for a minute. Because we know right now all um, the Israelites, people of the book, they're getting ready for a holiday coming up. And and they're going to be eating all the hog that you can get their mouth on. But let's see what the Yaqua got. Anything to say about that that we can read? What he say? About that, that we can read, Mother Z. We go on to the 65th chapter, and we want to find out what do he thinks about you being a hog eater. Isaiah 65, and we'll pick up the verse number one. Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 65, verse 1. Verse 1. I, I am. Thought, thought of them that ask not of me, I am found of them that thought me not. I said, Behold me, behold me, behold, behold me, behold me unto a nation that were not called by my name. Verse 2. Mm-hmm. Hold that point. Hold that point, Mother. And the nation that was not called by his name was the one that lost his name was the ten northern tribes. The ten northern tribes, they was given the name Israel, but they now they call every other name from Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, and everything else. The darker ones. They um left the name Israel, and now the northern kingdom is 99% in the Catholic Church. The ten tribes of Israel is 
9% of them today, they all Roman Catholic Christians. That's right today. So that's what we're talking about right now, the ten northern tribes of Israel. What he said about them in verse 2, Mother Z. Isaiah chapter 65, verse 2, verse 2. I have stretched out my hand all the day, days unto a rebellion people which walketh in a way that were not good after the after their own thoughts. Verse three, mm-hmm. a people, a people, a people that provoke me to anger continually to make to my face that sanctified in sacrifice in God gods and burnt in and burnt incense incense uh, up on the altar of brooks. Verse four, mm-hmm. which 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 remain among the graves and lodge in the mountains, which eat one flesh and broth of abomination things in abominable nation, abominable things. Is in the Dalbelsus. Mm-hmm. Hold that point. Hold that point. Hold that point. So um, that verse four, he says, which remain among the graves and lodge in monuments, and they eat um, swine. What that mean? Swine flush. What that mean they eat mothers? What that mean they eat? They eating the pig. The hog. They eating the pig. They eating that hog. They they be eating that hog. And they gonna ha- and and they gonna be eating that hog and this time they're getting warmed up now and they're gonna be eating that hog. Matter of fact, the majority of the moon orcs went out of business because they still count their money. They still count their money from all. They used. They made. They said they made so much money on selling you that hog. They used to have the trucks outside when you pull up. Don't eat. You ain't gotta go inside. We got trucks parked all to the corner, full of hogs. They said they made. They made so much money by selling you that pig that they they went out of business just to count their money. They still mm-hmm. counting their money. Right now, counting their money. See? Mother E, pick up the verse number five. Look what he said. But look what Yahweh says about this. Verse five. I see a 65 verse five. Yeah. Yeah, what does it say? Look, I see a chapter 65 verse five, which says, Stand by thyself. Come not near to me, for I am righteous than thou. These are a smoke in my nostrils, a fire that's born all the days. You know what I'm saying? 
He said, they say, I'm holy than thou. I'm righteous than thou. Yahweh said, these ain't nothing but a smoke in my nose. You know the smoke in your nose, that's an irritant. Man, somebody sitting there smoking, and they're getting in your nose, and you don't smoke. That's an irritant to you. He said, what they be doing down there, eating all that pig and that all, and that smoke come all up to my nose. He said, that's an irritant to me. Eating hog, eating that pig is an irritant to me. But it's about what are you going to do about it? Next verse, Mother Mother E, what's the next verse say? Verse 6, Behold, it is written before me. I will not keep fire, but will recompense, even recompense unto their bosom. Is I'm not gonna keep silent behind this. Is I'm not gonna I'm not gonna quit I'm not gonna keep being quiet. Is I'm gonna pay you back. All you hog eating, you got the pastor's blessing that hog, blessing that hog. Then you're going to these restaurants they got all the seafood you can eat, lobster tails and shrimp and shrimp and octopus. All that stuff, that, that slimy stuff, catfish, uh, frog legs. He said, I ain't going to be quiet behind it. I'm going to recompense you to your bosom. That means I'm going to put that big black hand right on your collar. I'm going to pull you to me, and then I'm going to say, I'm gonna say hey, hey, Mother E, Mother Z, what, what are you going to say, Mother, in 1927 Luke? Let's see what he's going to say, that we're going to touch on the 666. Let's see what he, what he say, what he say about you eating that hog. We're going to, well, I don't eat that much no more. I eat just a little bit of piece of hog. Okay. Let's see what he's going to say. He said, I'm, I'm going to pay you back for it. He said, I'm going to smoke in my nose, and I'm going to pay you back for it. Tell you not. You hear that what he said right here? And this is how he's going to pay you back that we can read in Luke 1927. What is that, The book of Luke, chapter 19, verse 27. <laughs> Luke, chapter 19, verse 27, verse 27. But those my enemy, which would not that I would stood, rule Range over them, bring hither, and slay them before me. So, mother, when it's all said and done for being a hog eater, what is Yahweh going to say according to 1927 Luke? What are you going to say? He said, those his enemy, the enemy, those his enemy, uh, which would not that he should rule over them, bring hither and slay them before before him. You see it? So you see what he's saying? He said, now, now, now when Yaquah is ruling over you, when he, when, just like your boss that, that you work for, how they rule over you to tell you this is your assignment? If you do the assignment, you got a paycheck. But if you come on a man's job and do what you want to do, 
your paycheck will be cut slim because he's saying, how is I going to pay you and you won't let me rule over you? I gave you a sign to do one thing and you're doing something else. I told children of Israel, don't touch no hog, don't touch no shrimp, don't put it in your mouth. But you're you going to say, no, I'm going to do an itty-bitty piece on it. And just like going to your job, say, well, I know what you told me to do, boss, but I ain't going to do all that you said that I'm going to do. I'm going to do some of what you tell me to do. See? So how long is you plan on you take the boss and let you stay on your job? That's the same thing the Almighty saying. I'm going to get you because this is a smoke in my nose. And we know every Christian church, it is, is a hog-eating church. <laughs> they call the pastor over and bless the ham. The ham, the chitlins, huh? Ham, chitlins, and they and they have the ham hocks in the greens. So well, I ain't eating the ham hocks. We just use that to season the greens. What them big old ham hocks doing the greens? For? Well, they only for the season the greens. That's the block of it. So I don't know no. Christian church is not a hog eater. Huh? They eat some, some form of a hog. Or they might just give you one saying, well, you know, my blood pressure kind of get high, so I, all I do eat a little hog. Mm-hmm. What the man can you not to do? They don't eat a hog at all. Don't even touch it. So the Christian church going to eat some hog, and they're going to them buffets, that the China man don't sit up over there with all the seafood delicacy they got that you can one price and your preacher get a free meal by bringing you there. And then you eat all the seafood you can get your mouth on. Mm-hmm. You eat all the shrimp, shrimp fried rice, and you can get octopus fried, uh, fried octopus and Snake, and you can go downtown and get snake. You can get a slippery snake sandwich. Yeah? You can get a snake sandwich. Yeah. They got snake sandwich. You go on your phone and say, where is the closest snake sandwich place at? They'll give you a location. They ain't been today. Snake sandwiches. Yeah? And you want to know why you, 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 you got, you're slowing down, the brain ain't working? Because one thing, your brain ain't going to work. Until you do what the man tell you to do, you won't know how to make your brain work. You won't help your grandmama. You won't help yourself with your brain work. Then watch Mother Z read exactly what you got to do. Let's see what you got to do, Mother. Hey, Mother, Mother Z, let's see how you make your brain work. If you know you got uh, an elderly saying, well, you know, I don't, I can't think as fast as I once think. So what do you tell them to do? Uh, go see Doc Cook, let him write you a prescription. Or you take them to Luke 24, verse 30, down to verse 32. See, this is what we take them to. This is how we tell them to help how you help the elderly get the mind right, by going to Luke 24, verse 30, down to verse 32. Let's see how you get your mind right. Come on, that Mosey. Let's, let's, let's show the, the national audience how you get an elderly person's mind right on the right track. Luke 24, 30 to 32, what does it say? Luke chapter 24, verse 30 
to 34, verse 30, and it and it come to pass as he said at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it and broke and gave to them. Verse 31, and their eyes was open and they knew him and he and he and he vanished out of their sight. Verse 32. And they said one to another, Did not our mind burn within us while he taught with taught with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures. So, um, Mother Mother how do you make, how do you exercise your brain according to what you just got through reading? So, how do you get your mind to start working? Because one thing about it, by being a, by going to a Christian church, you don't need no brain. Because when you walk in the door, everything you're going to hear, you'll be unheard before. You can, you can leave your brain and your Bible outside. You just come in, sit down, and just look at, look at your kin folks and your friends. Because you don't mind nothing in there. Your mind don't work in no, in no Christian church. Where your mind work at? Where did your mind burn? Everything that a Christian man say to you, you heard before through your mama, your daddy, and grandpa. He ain't bringing you no precepts or anything. Everything you are heard, you've been heard before. So you really don't need no brain to be a Christian. Huh? But, uh, but if you want to if you want to help your uh, elderly with their brain, according to verse number 20, 24, 32, hey, Mosey, what you got to do? According to verse 32. Verse 32, it says, and, um, uh, you know, <clears throat> okay, in verse 32, it says, did not our minds burn, burn within us while he talked talk with us, us by the way and while and by the way, and was not by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures and saying that uh, the mind burned when he talked with them by um, and he opened their eyes up with the scriptures. So, who have you ever heard that went to a Christian church and his mind burned by opening up the scriptures? Your mind don't burn. Your mind, you fall asleep. You go to you go to a Christian church and you you fall asleep because your mind ain't doing no working there. How your mind working in a Christian church? You fall asleep, huh? Your mind ain't never burned because you know because everything you heard you've been heard it once before. You heard somebody you heard already. It don't be nothing new you heard. Skip down to verse 45. Verse 45. 
Verse 45. Then open he the understanding that they might understand the scriptures. <laughs> hey, so, so Mo, how do you make how do you make the nine start stepping them out on 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 the elderly, and they gonna get the nine right? What you, what what is what is our antidote to give them to get the nine right, Mother? According to verse forty five. Um. So wait a minute. Then he opened their understanding. Well, he opened the understanding. He opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. With the scriptures, he opened their understanding with the scriptures. So I mean, they're getting exercise in the brain. So that's when your parents and your older seniors get exercise through the scriptures. That's how you get their brain start working again. Their brain, you remember you're already sitting down. It's like a person sitting in a wheelchair. They be sitting there so long, and then you try to get them up, and they collapse. They can't stand up. Why? They ain't exercising the leg. That's why you had a therapist come out, and they they work you a little bit, work your legs over, walk you down the hallway in the senior system building, walk you back, sit you down. Oh, I'm looking for my therapist coming. They're going to help me go down the block and come back down the hallway and back. Exercise your leg. But what you doing for your brain? Everything you hear in the Christian church, you heard it already before. Your brain is relaxed. It's relaxed as you sit in the, sit in the chair. And all of a sudden, you make a quick move and fall out. you got mm-hmm. to exercise your brain. Your brain got to burn. You got Your brain got to do some kind of movement. Huh? See? And, they, and you, you can't keep on asking Doc Cook to give you something for your head because you, you, now you got all all timers. You ain't thinking it once as you because you ain't getting no scripture. It will give 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 them a breakdown. Then let them go back over. Give them a breakdown and say, look here, I'm gonna read this verse right here, and I'm gonna give the answer to this verse. Now you do it. So now once they read that same verse. See, it's not that your parents read the Bible. That's good reading the Bible. But now give them a breakdown of that scripture. You show them first, then let them do it. Because if they go read the verse, then you show them the precept. They got to use their brain to do it now. Their brain got to kick in now. Uh, yeah, you told me go here and read this and go over here to get the answer. Guess what? Guess who's working on them then now? The brain. Now the brain getting exercise. That's why you. That's how you make the people, your your elderly mind start burning, start working for them, and then they remember. Oh, I left a pot on the table. Oh, I left my keys in the door. Oh, because you work in the brain. You ain't working no brain in no Christian church, Islamic church, Judaism church. You're only going to get yourself together by listening to the voices of a true Israelite. But we're going to show you how you make your mind burn. Now, let's start it off there, Mother Z. We'll start off at the 13th chapter. Let's get, let's get a couple of verses in to let you know we ain't forgot about what they said. About that. Cause we got, we got to get the resume, and we went to tomorrow, then maybe we'll get, get some of them, them these uh, camps to get on the airways and come on stage and we can talk a little something. 
uh, about some things that we need to know. But we're doing fine as we are right now. In the 13th chapter, Mother, Mother E, uh, let Mother Z open up in the 13th chapter. Mother Z, open up in the 13th chapter. Let's read about 1, 2, and 3. Let's, let's uh, take a look at this 1, 2, and 3. And uh, Mother Z, Mother E, having the last verse. Have me the last verse after we, after Mother read one, two, and three. The last verse, I don't know exactly. what the last verse is, but I had that last Mosey, 13 chapter, one, two, and three, what does it say? Revelation. Mm-hmm. Revelation chapter 13. 13. Yep. Revelation chapter 13, verse one, two, and three, verse one. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. blasphemy blaspheming verse 2 and and the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard and he and his feet was as the feet of a beast a bear and in and in his mouth as the mouth of a lion and the dragon give gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Verse 3, And I saw one of his heads as it was wounded to death, and his daily and his daily wound was healed, and all the World wondered after the beast. Mm-hmm. Read verse one again, mother. Revelation chapter thirteen, verse one, verse one. And, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blaspheming. So, quite naturally, that um, this beast has got all these attributes. Before you read that last verse, Mother, see, I mean, Mother, let's find out. Um, something that we need to know in the book of Hosea, mother. Find something we need to know in the book of Hosea, 13, verse 10. Can you have to see out in 13, chapter? It's something we need to know, mother. You say, yeah, the beast, this beast was doing some things. I don't, I don't know 
no animal that can do that unless that's uh, something we got to investigate, Mother, in Hosea 13, verse 10. Can you have to see up? Hosea, chapter 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so can you have to see up um, 13, verse 10. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to uh, make it. Uh, make it. Make it. Twelve ten first. Read twelve ten first. It's um. It's something that we're trying to find out, mother. To get started. Yes. Give me twelve ten first. Mm-hmm. Hosea chapter twelve, verse ten. I have also mm-hmm. spoken by the seal, and I have multiplied visions and used similitude by the ministry uh-huh. of the seal. Oh, okay. He said he, he talked by um he talked by the seal, but he used similitudes. That means he mm-hmm. compared he'll compare something to something. He 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 he, he compared something to something. He said he he he'll look at where the generation the end, and he used similitudes by by use comparing. I mean comparing something to something. So he he comparing something to something by saying the mindset is going to be as a beast. Now come back, mother to the last verse and see who mindset is going to be like a beast. You're talking about the mindset. I'm going to compare this this man to a beast. The last verse in the 13th chapter of the same up. Revelation chapter 13 verse 18. Here is wisdom let him that has understanding count the number of of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred three scores and six. Mm. You see the same model? So this this number of a man it's six six six, but this is talking about a man, and a mama, and a mother. It's talking about a man. This is a man. So this six six is a man. This six 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 is a man. This is the number of a man. Now they say. Let's see if we find out a little bit more about this, mother. This is the number of a man. And you want to go to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 16. And let's see, let's, let's see some of the attributes of this man that's like a beast. We're going to Isaiah chapter, you know me, all we got to check in with the seers and see what they say because, hey, Mother E, Mother Z, because Yahweh made it plain how he operate, Mother, in Amos 3, verse 7. Can you hear me out, Mother Z, in uh, Amos 3, verse 7? 
Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Amos chapter 3, verse 7. Amos chapter 3, verse 7, verse 7. Surely the Yahweh, Yahweh will do nothing, but he reveal his secrets unto his servant, the seal. Uh, so if you want to know how to get a dog breakdown, according to 3, verse 7, where are you supposed to go to, Mother, according to Amos 3, verse 7? The seal. Oh, uh, so we're going to Isaiah the seer, Mother E, and we're going to look at what he got to say about this 666. But we found out that that this is a man. So now, but you have the, the mind of similitudes of a beast, this man. So now we go on to Isaiah chapter 14, verse 16 now, Mother. Let's see what we can read in Isaiah chapter 14, verse 16 and 17. What does it say there, Mother E? Isaiah chapter 14, verse 16 and verse 17. Verse 16. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider the saying, Is this the man? that made the earth to tremble, that did shake the kingdom, verse 17, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the houses of his prisoners. Is this the man? So this the man that made this, that everything is out of order. This 666 is talking about a man. But he's going to be having the mindset of a beast. That's what we read. See, the, the schools is not going to give you the breakdown through the precepts. Mm-hmm. See, uh, Mother B, can you help those see out and... One nineteen verse twenty seven. Can you have to see out in Psalms one nineteen verse twenty seven mother? Yes, just a minute. Um Yeah, one uh, Psalms one nineteen verse twenty seven. Can you have to see out mother? What is it say we can read in um Psalms? Make me to understand the way to the precept. Make me to understand the way of the precepts, so shall I talk 
of the wonder, wonderful works. Mm-hmm. So, um, my, the only way you understand the Bible, according to one nineteen twenty seven to 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 have the mouth going according to verse twenty seven, what part of understanding must be delivered to you according to verse twenty seven? What we gotta first work out before we can help others according to verse twenty seven? The precepts. Excellent. You got you got precepts. Thus he said, the fourth beast 
shall be the fourth kingdom upon the earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth, and shall trade it down, and break it in pieces. Uh-huh. So, mothers, this beast is not talking about no um, no wolf with the four legs or no lion with no four legs or no um, um, elephant, is it? What beast is this book talking about by using similitude? What, what is this beast that can be able to do all this and devour the whole earth? What beast is this they talking about, mother? Mm-hmm. Okay, wait a minute. This beast is the Israel. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, well, hold, that point. hold that point, Mother. Hold that point. Uh, Mother Zeke, let's run to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Let's find out about this beast. Let's see can we get an answer about this beast. See, they be reading things in some old that the beast has got four legs and all that. And let's go to third chapter. And we're gonna look at verse eighteen. Let's, let's, hey, Mother Z, let's read verse eighteen about this beast. Let's see if we come up with a with a clear answer about the beast. Three eighteen. Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse eighteen. Verse eighteen. Yep. I say in my mind concerning the. A state of state of the sons of men that Yahweh might manifest them and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. (laughs) (laughs) So, 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 so who is called? Beast, Mother E. Who is this? That in this case, is calling the beast. It's a beast. Man. 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 There you go. There you go, Mother. Man. So this is this is, is this the man. So this man they talking about, Mother. They talking about a man. This is a this is prophecy of a man with a beast mindset. I mean, he got a beast mindset, huh? That's what he got. He got a beast mindset. Now let's go to the 12th chapter, uh, Mother E. He got a beast mindset. Now we're going to Revelation 12 and pick up verse 1. This beast is a man. Matter of fact, it's men of an organization. They got a beast mindset. And now we're going to the 12th chapter, Mother. A revelation to get a little bit more. 12 verse 1. Revelation chapter 12. Come on, paper. Revelation chapter 12, verse 1. Read. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun, 
and the moon under her feet, and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she be, and she did with child cried, prevailing and birth and pain to be delivered. Verse three. And there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and seven crowns upon his head. Verse 4. And his, and his tail draws the third part of the stars of heaven, and did cast him to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman, which was ready to be delivered. Mm-hmm. So now we got... Now we got, now we got, that's good. Now we got the beast and the dragon. <laughs> now we got the beast, we find out that's a man. And now we got the dragon. Now we got the beast. And now we got the dragon. So now we got the beast. We found out the beast is a man. It's a man. It's a system of the man. And now we're going back to Revelation because we got to pick back up on this tomorrow, mother. Going to Revelation, verse 13, 4. Now let's go back to 13, verse 4. Hey, Mosey, my fact, Mosey, let's go verse 13, verse 4 and 5, and we'll close out and give you a closing statement on it. Revelation 13, verse 4 and verse 5, and a closing statement. We'll get back on it tomorrow at 730. You know, if y'all will, we'll get back on it. We found that the beast is, is a... Is a is men, and the men run a system, and they destroy kingdoms. They wreck things up. They got a beast mindset. We'll find out more about it tomorrow. But Mosey, let's, let's look at um, the 13th chapter, verse number 4 and 5, and the closing statement there. Come on. Revelation chapter 13. Verse 4 and 5. Verse 4. And they worship and they worship the dragon which and they worship the dragon. And they worship the dragon which gave power gave power unto the beast and they wandered and they worship the beast saying who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him? Verse 5. And, and there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blaspheming and power and gave unto him to con. con- to continue forty and two forty and two months. <clears throat> so mother, so mother, mother Z, this beast is who is this beast again? The beast is a man. And and, and we just found out 
this man was given power by the dragon. Mm-hmm. So now we got to find out in the mind who was this dragon, but we found out this beast received a power from the dragon. Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that what we got so far, Mother Z? Right. Correct. Right. Right. We'll leave, we'll leave it right there, Mother Z. Close the statement and we'll get back on tomorrow at 730. 7.30 tomorrow, same time. Call for detail, 224-600-5579. We back on tomorrow at 730 on Friday, sunset. So, Mother Z, close the statement. Come on. Uh, I would just like to thank y'all for our another day and thank Yahweh that he's the ruler over Paul and he rules everything still and and I would just like to say I thank Yahweh for everything and and I'm going to read in um, Psalms um, Psalms chapter Psalm chapter 24. Get to it. It's one second. Psalm chapter 24. The earth is the Yagwa and the fullness, therefore, the world and those that dwell therein. For he has formed it upon the sea and established it upon the flood. Verse 3, who shall ascend unto the hill of the Yahweh, or, or who shall stand in his righteous place? Verse 4, he that has clean hands and a poor mind. Who has not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor swore defilement, deceitful. Verse five. He he shall he shall receive he he shall receive the blessings of the Yahweh in righteousness of from the Yahweh. For his salvation. Verse 6. This is the generation of them that seek him, that seek the face, oh, that seek the face of Israel. Verse 7. And I start right here. Lift, lift up your hands, O ye gates, and be. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be lifted up. He everlasting doors, and the king of honor shall come in. And hallelujah, 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 in Job chapter 9, verse 24, 
Can you help me help those three out of nine twenty four? Nine twenty four Joe, mother. The earth belongs to Yahweh. But guess what? Through your disobedience, what don't happen, mother? Job nine twenty four. Which one? You. Oh. Job nine twenty four. No, mother, mother E. It's your, it's your turn to get ready for your closing statement. Nine twenty four, and then a, a closing statement after you read nine twenty four. The book of Job chapter nine, verse twenty four. Look at Job chapter 9, verse 24, read. The earth is given into the hands of the wicked. He covers the face of the judge thereof. If not, where and who is he? So right now, right now Mother, the, the earth is in the hands of who? The wicked. Is in the wicked until we wake up. The herbs in the hand of the wicked, and the wicked are going to tell you everything. Because the wicked that run the world now have the mind of a beast. And the dragon gave me seat and great authority. We'll pick mm-hmm. that back up tomorrow. And that's right. So the herbs in the hand of the wicked. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mother E, hold the statement to tomorrow. Take your time, Mother E. It's on you. And let them know. Don't give up. Hold on. Back tomorrow at 7.30. I was just thanking and praising Yahweh for the class, thanking and praising Yahweh for the teacher, and thanking and praising Yahweh for a class to be able to listen to. And just thank Yahweh that I'm able to listen. And I just like to say to the listen audience, hold on, don't give up. Hallelujah, 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 and we'll find out more about you later on, the ACCC out of Philadelphia, the head of the American Council of Trade.